Leadership can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to Rerooted and Thriving, a space to empower and inspire women to lead with authenticity and own their voices. I'm Dr. Tamara Dias, book lover, occasional runner, and a woman on a mission to help you cultivate a sustainable leadership journey. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Rerooted and Thriving podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Let's jump right in to this week's topic. So I was scrolling social media and I saw this conversation around specifically marriage and being in a relationship and what success looks like for each person in the relationship and how they define it can be a point of contention, a point of argument, um, and can cause many disagreements in relationships. Um, when you have two people who are thinking completely different things about success and what success looks like to them. So I began to think, well, I wonder how leaders, specifically women in leadership, approach defining success in their own lives which is why I wanted to make that this week's topic on the podcast. So when it comes to success, I think it's easy to think that for a lot of people, salary and income are the markers and the parameters that they define success. And I think that's the case for quite a few people. But what I found while scrolling social media is that, of course, that's not the case for everyone. I started my career as a classroom teacher, and I always tell people, you don't go into teaching because you know that you're going to be a millionaire. That's not why we pick it. We don't. We didn't go into teaching because that was a quick way to get wealthy um, in terms of a career. We picked it because it allowed us to really, well, I know I picked be, be the career of teaching because it allowed me to make this really big impact um, on the lives of students, on the lives of families. And I knew that by impacting a generation that my my legacy would live on and that you know there would be this ripple effect of impact that would happen but i absolutely did not define my success at that time based on what my paycheck said because if i had i would have been greatly disappointed so let's talk today about what success looks like for you so first i want to ask you the question have you taken the time to define success in your own life if you haven't you may want to write that down You may want to think about that. Have I taken time to define what success looks like for me in my life? And then more specifically, because this is a podcast focused on women in leadership and careers, have I taken time to define what success looks like for me in my career? Now, I know that, again, as leaders, one of the things that I say often is that we don't have dedicated time in our days to pause and ask ourselves things like this. We're usually thinking about the teams we manage. We're thinking about organizational vision. We're thinking about the meetings that we have with external stakeholders, but we don't often take time out of our day to think, hmm, what would, how would I define success for myself right now? So I'm giving you time today on this podcast to ask yourself that question. And if you have not defined success for you in your career or you're thinking, it may be time for me to revisit this, then today we're going to talk about some questions, some beginning steps that you can take to start defining what success looks like for you. So the first thing that you want to do as you approach this question is ask yourself, what does success look like? 
Um, and as we define our, that's going to be your overarching question. As we begin to define what success looks like for us, this may lead us to explore previous career positions that we've held. It may lead us to explore the careers of other people around us. Um, I know when I started out in leadership, I very quickly gleaned from the experiences of other leaders around me, specifically Black women in leadership, who I admired, whose journeys inspired me. And so I know that at that point in my career, what I defined as success absolutely came from what I saw around me and how I saw other people around me achieving. So you may want to take some time and ask yourself too, as I approach this idea of success, is there you know, a past experience that I've had that has, that will shape my lens, that will shape how I approach this question. All right. So as you are defining success, another big tip that I want to encourage you to do is to forget about what other people around you think or the opinions that they may have about your success. I think that as leaders, we often have conversations around how we can forge our own path. And we begin to learn our leadership styles. We begin to learn how we uniquely show up in our positions. But so much of our careers can easily be defined by what people around us think if we're not careful. And so I think as you approach this idea of defining success for you, I really want you to begin to personalize this and think about this from a somewhat selfish perspective and make it about what you really want. We can't get caught up in what other people think about our success because at that point, then it's no longer ours. It becomes success defined on somebody else's terms. And I don't know about you, but it's really hard for me to commit to going after something when my why isn't behind it, when I haven't found my unique connection to what I'm working towards. So if you are already thinking, I need to define success based on what you know, the person next to me does or what they told me or based on the goals that my favorite colleague set last week. That's not that's not what I suggest. Um, I absolutely suggest that you focus on what you want and take a moment just to kind of separate yourself from the opinions of others. Free yourself from getting caught up in the opinions of those around you. Next, I want you to get really specific on what it is that you want for yourself. So when you think about success, when you think about defining success for yourself, if it happens to be a number, so maybe it is a salary, um, I really want you to get specific. Um, a lot of people might say, oh, it's six figures. Six figures is really broad. So get clear on what that six figures looks like. Um, if you're in corporate leadership, then also get clear on what maybe the benefits package looks like for you in terms of success. Does it look like company stock op options? Does it look like a certain PTO schedule? I've talked to a lot of leaders. I coach a lot of women who are coming into corporate, into their C-suite executive level roles. And one of the conversations that we've had is about this idea that the salary that you make is a huge part of the contract that you will sign, but also there's all these other benefits that come in, into play when you're accepting a position. So also ask yourself, if my success, when I look at success for myself, if I want to base it off of pay or income, are there other benefits that stand out to me that are relevant, that are really important to me, that may not come in the form of 
take-home pay or my actual paycheck, but they greatly impact the culture. They impact how I show up. And so that's going to be how I define success. Maybe success for you looks like having a certain title in a few years. Get specific on what that title is. Get specific on what those roles and responsibilities look like. If you're not sure, Google is a great place to start. If you're thinking about being a chief diversity officer within the next five years, pull up that job description, see what that job description says and start to get specific on what activities, what attributes from that position stand out for you and how you want to bring those into your definition of success. Um, Another thing is that you want to make sure that you're getting specific around a time frame. And again, I know that life happens. We are still very much feeling the effects of this coronavirus pandemic. So I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, I had a plan and then, you know, COVID hit and life happened and my plan is completely thrown off. Totally understand that. By putting a time frame on and getting specific around your time, it's not necessarily saying I have to do this within the next 365 days. I have to do this within the next two years. But I think by getting a loose time frame in place, it really allows you to set your goals and to get specific in those goals. When you say, I really want to be that chief diversity officer within the next five years, it focuses your attention to make sure that you're taking necessary steps on a day-to-day basis to accomplish those goals, to get you closer to that goal that you set for yourself. So as you're getting specific around time, don't feel like, well, if I don't hit this goal within the next 10 years, then I failed. Not necessarily the case, but you do want to make sure that you have that specific time frame in place just to help direct your actions. Another thing as you're defining success for yourself, I really want you to take a pause and reflect on the experiences that you've had that you've really enjoyed. A lot of times when I revisit my definition of success and what success looks like for me, I typically will pull from roles that I've really enjoyed that I feel like have had a positive impact on my leadership. So I think about the leaders that I've served under. I think about the colleagues that I've worked with. I ask myself, what were the biggest accomplishments that I've had over the past few years? When I ask myself those questions, it really allows me to kind of begin to shape this definition from a place of familiarity because I know, okay, I've had these moments of success, of growth in the past, and they really contribute to how I see myself being more successful in the future. So really take some time too to ask yourself as you reflect on your previous experiences, the roles that you've had in the past, What from those opportunities and experiences stands out for you? For example, think about a leader that you've served under, a manager, a boss, or an executive that you reported to at some point in your career. Were there attributes from this person that stand out to you that really resonated with you? Maybe you all connected because they were a really solid communicator, both written and verbally. So because you were able to communicate with this person clearly, you noticed that your performance increased. You noticed that the camaraderie was stronger among the team. You noticed that overall impact was great just because this person had strong communication. So maybe as you begin to define success for yourself, that plays a role in your definition. You may want to be a solid communicator. Maybe being an excellent written communicator is something that you add to your personal definition of success. I'll give you another example. 
When I think about success for myself, I reflect on working for a principal who had great people skills. This person remembered birthdays. They remembered wedding anniversaries. They remembered if you took a vacation. And that really impacted the staff. Um, Teaching, of course, I don't have to say, is hard. And so having someone who connects on a personal level, who cares about your life outside of your nine to five is huge. It really adds to making that community better. It adds to the culture and the climate of the school. And so for me, that has always been in the back of my mind as how I define success for myself. Making sure that my team, making sure that the people that I work with know that I care about them outside of their job description, outside of their contract. That comes from working under someone who made that very clear to me. So maybe as you're defining success and you're reflecting on previous experiences, maybe that's you're looking at those qualities, communication, strong people skills, um, excellent time management, maybe looking at the attributes of the people that you've worked with and using those to help shape your definition. Again, as we approach this topic of defining success, all of these questions and all of these points that I'm sharing with you are very personalized. You really want to make this personal to your own experiences, to your own goals, and to what you want for yourself. And I think because we see so much and there's so much around us at all times, we're always taking in all this information, whether it's on social media, whether it's through TV, Netflix, whatever, we're always taking in a ton of information from other people. We can easily tap into what other people around us are doing. And that's hard. It's hard to stay focused when you are always taking in the perspectives of other people, which is why I say you want to get clear on tuning out the noise around you, because if you don't, it can be hard to decipher what is actually a goal for yourself. But is this a goal for someone else? So really take a moment to kind of pause, tune out the noise and get specific on what it is that you want. So. In this topic of defining success, I actually Googled um, what different people defined as success for themselves. And I wanted to share some of these with you because some of these are just everyday things. Um, They stood out to me because in a world, I think as a millennial, I've talked on here about how millennials are typically a really driven generation. We are known to be anxiety ridden. Um, to struggle with mental health, because a lot of us are just striving. We're in the grind, we're hustling, and it's really hard. And so I actually looked up how some people define success in ways that can be a little non-conventional. And so this comes from a website called yesandyes.org. So I'm going to share these, a few of these with you, um, just to maybe kind of get you thinking in terms of what success looks like for you. The first one, When I travel to a city where friends live, I stay with them because I want to see them, not because the trip would otherwise be unaffordable. So using that as a marker of success, being able to travel and not having to stay with friends because financially it's a burden, but because you genuinely just want to spend time with them and see them. Another one, I wake up when I want to rather than getting up to an alarm. So I know in terms of career, A lot of people listen to this podcast who are entrepreneurs and who own businesses. Um, Maybe success for you looks like getting up when you want to, not having to set an alarm, 
being able to curate a day that follows a time schedule that works for you, that works for your family, that works for your lifestyle versus following a schedule that works for the lifestyle of someone else. Another one, I can handle unexpected expenses like car repairs and doctor's visits without worry. So hello, classroom te- former classroom teacher here. I know the feeling of that. When you need new tires, when you need you know new brakes on your car, when you've unexpectedly have to purchase this prescription, and even with health insurance, still have to spend a few hundred dollars. For financial success for a lot of people specifically in their careers means when emergencies pop up, I'm not worried. I, I have the finances to be able to set aside an emergency fund and be able to handle things like this. And it's no big deal at all. All right, next one. I can buy amazing gifts for the people that I love. Again, a little bit tied to financial um, success. So being able to shop for birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, baby showers, all of those things without having to consider, wait, is this going to break my budget? How much is this going to cost me? Being able to do those things, buy gifts and treat people without worry. All right. And then I'll do this last one. If I wanted to, I could buy all of my groceries at Whole Foods. I can identify with this one. I'm a Whole Foods lover, but yes, Whole Foods can be pricey. So I absolutely can relate to this definition of success as being able to buy all of your groceries at Whole Foods. I completely understand that. Whoever wrote that, wherever you are, I feel like we're connected over over the computer. So totally understand that. All right. So as we bring this episode of Rerooted and Thriving to a close, I really want to leave you with this thought of asking yourself, how will I feel once I've reached this definition of success in my life? Whenever I'm having a conversation with a client, and they've set a goal and we're working towards that goal, I often ask them, how would you feel once you've accomplished this goal? And they begin to kind of paint this picture for me of what they look like on the other side of this goal once they've accomplished it. So begin to ask yourself, how will I look? How will I feel? What will my life be like once I have reached this place of success? And I think that too will help you kind of shape your vision to where you want to go, but also it'll make it feel a little bit more tangible. Once we can start to envision who we are on the other side, once we can start to envision the person that we've become, once we've reached this place of success, I think it helps shape our perspective a little bit better. Again, remember that this is your journey. This is your vision for yourself. And these are your goals. The way you define success for yourself is going to look so much different than the person next to you. And that's a great thing. Our lives are different and our journeys are different. And we really want to make sure that we're defining success on our own terms based on where we see ourselves going in the future. Don't feel the need to get caught up in what everyone else around you is doing. Make this uniquely yours so that you can tap into it, you can hold on to it, and you're able to push yourself forward in a meaningful way that means a lot to you. All right. So I'm going to wrap up this episode as I always do with a pearl of wisdom for you. And this week's pearl of wisdom comes from Maya Angelou, who, I mean, when you're talking about pearls of wisdom, she has many. So (laughs) it was definitely hard to choose one. But this one is a quote from her on success. And she said, 
Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. All right, we're going to wrap up here. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll see you back here next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rerooted and Thriving. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tamara W. Dias. And if you're interested in leadership coaching, check out my website, www.tamaradias.com for details on coaching offerings. See you next week.